Bless us, O Master, we the pure of blood who fight in your name, the priestess chanted, her thin, reedy voice not really fitting the words of power she was invoking. Her heavy white robe with gold embroidery hid her thin, weak form as she struggled to raise her hands in completion of the rites. Bless us, O Master, the robed men and women responded, their voices a chorus that echoed throughout the bright stone room. The room was a high-domed stone ceiling, with ancient but beautiful tapestries covering the walls. A huge crystal chandelier lighted the room, and large pots of incense were burning by each corner of the chamber. We swear we remain pure of blood and struggle against the mongrel races who would pollute our purity, the priestess said, her voice barely audible, as she struggled to keep her hands above her head. This way swear, O Master, the congregation responded, bowing their heads to close the rite. The priestess lowered her hands and threw back her hood, revealing her sparse gray hair and lined aristocratic face. All knew her family was one of the oldest in the United States, fallen on bad times thanks to the bank collapse. She had inherited her position as high priestess from her mother, and ruled their secret order with an iron fist. Now that the prayers are completed, let us turn to business, the high priestess said, smiling as she sat down on a stool placed near the altar. Mr. Secretary, a young man with short blonde hair and the aristocratic expression of a noble stood up in the front row. He pulled out a sheaf of papers that he opened with a loud snap and cleared his throat haughtily. Madam, brothers and sisters, in the last gathering we covered old business prior to the rite and dispensed with further discussion. Brother Banks was given the task of determining which Bundist organizations would be well served as a front for our cause of purifying the country of the mongrel races that seek to steal our birthright. Sister West was granted the task of hosting the German ambassador and attempting to use him to make contact with the glorious Aryan leaders. The high priestess nodded slowly, her mind distracted. There was an odd smell tickling her nose, a sweet smell that was causing her to grow a little light-headed. Forgive me for interrupting you, Mr. Secretary, but I am feeling a little light-headed. Ah, forgive me for interrupting, but I too am feeling a little off. This came from a young man standing in the back row, a new member who was still learning his place. The high priestess was about to spit out a response, teaching the newcomer to learn his place when three others stood, their voices repeating the same complaint. Concerned but unwilling to show such a vulgar emotion to her underlings, the high priestess stood. Sisters and brothers, there appears to be a problem with our shrine. Allow us to adjourn to the drawing room, where we will complete the meeting in comfort. Comfort? Comfort? boomed a powerful voice from the far end of the room that caused all to start with fright. You invoke the ancient rites of lost Atlantis, and wish to do so in comfort? The congregation spun to see the silhouette of a huge man standing in the doorway. He stood at least six inches over six feet, and appeared dressed in white robes similar to the high priestess. He stepped forward, revealing him to all, causing many to gasp in amazement. 
The man had long golden hair that fell to his shoulders, and light blue eyes that were like chips of ice. His skin was a bronze tan, and he moved forward with a powerful long stride that allowed him to cross the room in a few steps. How dare you break into this sacred chamber? You have no right to be here, and I will have you taken care of quite terribly, young man, the high priestess warned, her haughty air silencing everyone in the room. The bronze giant listened to the high priestess for several more seconds before he suddenly exploded into action. Springing mere inches from the high priestess, his enormous hands reached out and grabbed her by the head and neck. Her voice cut off instantly as she dangled in his hands, her feet no longer touching the ground. You treat the purity of blood and the history of our people as some mere political game. You disgust me, but I will use you to bring back the might and power of our people.